You want to start from the beginning? Go for it. Pull up with the skates, you know I rock the derby. Polo USA, and it's on the hockey jersey. And you know, I got that ice. I pull up like an Asian way, I'm cooking up the rice. You can't tell me that. Three blind mice, sunglasses, it's on. It's nice. It's nice. I'm ice. Frozone. Seth. Welcome to the show. If you're new, by the way. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back, my friends. Welcome back to uh, you were supposed to laugh. Welcome that was back a really to long... shitting on the floor. Welcome back to episode two of You Were Supposed to Laugh, Attack of the Clones. where we discuss what took us nine, I'm going to redo this, <laughs> My f- and it's so fucking, keep that, it's so fucking fitting, because you'll hear the joke, and it's so fucking fitting to what I just Please. did, okay, clap again, my friend. Welcome back to the episode two, You Were Supposed to Laugh, where we discuss why it took us nine tries to get the intro right. Um, <laughs> and uh, it definitely took us nine so tries. So that was the intro joke, whether it was going to take nine tries yeah. or not. Yeah, it was. I wrote it down. It was either that or it took us nine tries to get your name right. But I, I think the intro was fitting because I fucked up the intro the first time. Okay. <laughs> that, 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 boy, let's, let's start it off, okay? Um... Today we're talking about our top ten favorite movies. But before before we get into that, um, do you guys want to talk about anything uh, that happened this week with you guys? July Fourth was just just passed. <clears throat> you guys this have is fun. The July first 4th? July Fourth, where I sat at home and did absolutely nothing. Me too. You, you didn't watch any fireworks. Or I like went that? and hiked on a mile long trail by myself. Solid. And it's a trail that I. Go on all the time. What'd so. you think about? What did you, did you like brainstorm with yourself or what? Um, I just kind of took some time. I was like, I want to get outside and just just I, walk. I, I spend a lot of time just either in a car or in my house, just sitting around. So like, I got you. I try to go out and go on a hike at least once a week, and it happened to line up with uh, July Fourth Independence Day. I went to my my sort of hidden trail that most people don't know about, um, because I figured every other. Uh, park would probably be incredibly packed because it was July 4th. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, July 4th, I'm pretty uneventful. Okay, so we, okay, July 4th was <laughs> so it eventful. It sounds to me like so, it was the complete opposite of that. It was so eventful <laughs> with us two, and like, I'm a, I'm a we just, had two opposite fucking experiences. And I have yet to hear either of these So, stories, and see, so. St- let's start off with Jack. So mine, I got sick. I didn't, and I'm not going to go into too, too much detail about. He got sick, and like, we went to a party, of course, there's alcohol there. And he got sick um, from something he ate or something he drank. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> and so, like, uh, but anyway, he just gets sick, right? And he has a bad time. He's in the fucking bathroom for, like, two and a half hours. We're wondering if okay. he's fucking alive. I'm, I want to ask you a question. He's really just sick, listen. like, blackout just, just, sick right now. No, just listen. <laughs> Do you, did you have one of the burgers? I did. Did you have two of the burgers? I did. I had three. Oh. I had three. 
And then I had this. Was it was it called Twist Up? It is a yeah. It was off, it was Ghetto Sprite. Is yeah, what I had we Twist it. Up, and I ate a banana that Hannah gave me when she got there. She said eat a banana. I was like, okay. It probably had alcohol absorbed in. Dude, it's alcohol banana, bro. You ate no. an alcohol banana. No, I <laughs> ate a banana, and I think I it banana. was the banana and the Twist Up and the three burgers coming out, which made me puke up blood red. He puked on. Okay, so I walk in right. I'm, like, worried about this dude. He's fucking puking. I, walk I thought I in, had the stomach bug, dude. I walk in. This dude's not throwing up. He's sitting against the bathtub. Eyes shut, mouth open like this. God damn. And he has puke on his fucking thigh. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm I'm worried about you. Hopefully you're and it's okay. it's blood red, too. He's blood fucking red. And I'm just like, if, if you're good, he's like, yeah. And I'm just like... All right, if you need anything, let me fucking know. Here's the thing. What worried me most was I couldn't, like, breathe. Yeah, you you talk about it all the time. Like, you, you thought it was it. Yeah, no, I thought, honestly, I thought it, like, it could have been, like, Corona just, like, right there. <laughs> just, it just, like, punched me. Like, that was it. And I was like, it's just going to kill me. Yeah. So I'm just going to, I can't breathe. But long story short, I think July 4th for us, me and you, Jack. Here's the thing. Just was once so I came out of, Once eventful. I came out of the bathroom. I felt like a like a hundred bucks, just absolutely great. Well, that's not true. Don't fucking lie to them. No, here's the thing. When yeah. you got out of the bathroom, I was just tired. Just listen. Just listen. I was just very tired, so I just sat down, laid my head down, minded my own business. You know, people came by. Two people were. I was listening to a conversation between two people. One of them was my friend, and another guy was <clears throat> weird. And uh, <laughs> were you talking about Kevin? Yeah, we'll get into Kevin. Yeah, we'll get into Kevin in a bit. And I was just listening to the conversation. I'm like, hmm, really wish I drove here. I really wish I could just. Hop this is also bass. the party I was invited to and decided to, to go not, on your fucking hike. To not go to, and I went on a hike. And yeah, you missed out, July man. Well, I'm I'm just I don't enjoy situations that like have that? this much action going on usually. Okay. Well, it was Okay, so I'm going to like go fast mode through the events that happened because there's so much shit that happened and it will take us the whole podcast to talk about. Well, let me let me here here's what I want you to do. Do not take a forever. I'm not. I'm going to just tell a little bit. I'm going to get to the part where I get off of the table. What wakes me up and then you're just going to okay. run from there, all right? Uh, well, there's stuff that happens before that, but I'll go super speed mode after you say this. All right. So I'm sitting there. I listen to the conversation. Everybody walks over. Buddy Ray comes over, talks to me, says some really strange Ray's, things. Ray, Ray is fucking plastered. Yeah, Ray's gone. Ray's Ray, gone. Ray's blackout right now. And I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to. Ray's also working my shift right now. Yeah. Good job, Ray. <laughs> that a boy. And um, and he walks back over, and then I'm just listening to other things going. People come in and out, and then I hear somebody scream. I hear my boy Seth scream. It was me. Yep. He goes, whoa. He bit me, and, I, and, I, and at that at that point, I know that was loud, and I'm very sorry. Yeah. But at that point, I was like, "All right, I'm up. I gotta go see what's going on." And then I, no, the, the, word, the scene words. I walk into. This, just go. Just. Okay. This so. Okay, so the whole night, my boy Jack is having a rough time. He's sick. He's he's trying to like. Get some sleep, get some food in him, get some water in him. And you're fine. You're not Good like, food. You're yeah, not, I'm sober. You're I'm, not sick I'm at the, all. I'm probably one of four people who is sober at this party. And um, the other people are outside making sure the fireworks are okay. And so I'm inside with the drunk ass people. See, I would have killed myself if I was at who that party. Di- who didn't give a shit about the fireworks. They gave a shit about the shots they kept fucking taking. Oh. And so, that was the people I was like, I'm not a part I'm of I'm not a fan uh, of that. So, so Ray was one of those people. And Ray... This motherfucker 
was hitting on anybody who was walking. And it, whether he wanted to be hitting on them or not, he was grabbing them close and shit. He he grabbed one of his coworkers, who's a woman, on the boob. And uh, yeah, how and did that go? It didn't go very well because the how other coworker Chris. that works with us punched him in the gut <laughs> which, right which, after. Which can I ask? Which coworker it was? It Chris punched. Okay, so he touched Hannah. Chris punched him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How did that play out, though? How did that play out? Uh, okay, so this motherfucker... What did Hannah do? She this, screamed. This motherfucker, Chris, punched this... No, she was. No. She was. She handled the situation perfectly, dude. Because she's used to... Yeah, she's chill. Did you do that? Yeah, no, yeah. So Chris... Chris, Chris no, 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 no. Seth, 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 Check this out, check this out, check this out. So, Chris... So say say I'm Chris. Say Jack. Say Jack is um me, and then you are Ray. You just be you. No, because I have to explain what Chris does. Because Chris is a fucking hoot right now, off his ass. Chris. I go. Chris I, go I, don't, I, don't, I know. He, he goes. You're you're right. So after touching Hannah, you're like, oh. I know you didn't mean to do it. You're drunk. You mean to do it? And he's like, and man. then he goes. He goes to me, the sober one. Seth, did he do it? Yeah. yeah. Boom! And he fucking hits him in the gut, and then immediately once he hits him in the gut, he's like, I love you, dude. I love you. I'm so sorry. I I, I know you're a great person. I love you, but I had That's to do that. fucking insane. You have... <laughs> this is like this is like what I'm... Like, I'm this this, is the scene nobody I'm said out. anything about and anything. Th- and this is right... This this happened right after he touched Meryl's butt. Oh, he, Chris's, Chris's girlfriend. girlfriend. Oh, fuck. And yeah, so, he definitely deserved it. He yeah. absolutely 100% And so, like, so Ray gets out of that situation because I pull him out of it and walks into another one with a gay man, okay? A 38-year-old gay man. And, dude, 20 years older, Kevin from Gallatin. We don't fuck. I've never met him before. I never want to meet him again because this dude was digging Ray's vibe. And oh, and they, no. they were like. Ray, Ray's like a twink. Like. Ray, Ray's a twink. <laughs> He's 18 years old. This dude's 38. They're grinding oh, no. on each other, and they're like, no. they're face to face, mouth to mouth, dude. It's and, they're and, and, literally and, and, almost kissing. I mean, Ray's not. Ray's straight. Ray's straight. Ray, is, yeah, like Ray has a girlfriend, up. and also Ray. <laughs> Ray and, and and Ray's. This isn't common. Common. This is this is just common. This is just Ray's me out. reacting in fear to him being this fucking out of it. Yeah. He's and a very heterosexual man. Yeah. And so like he's a pretty good looking guy. So they, he's he's fucking loving what Ray's putting out right now. Give him attention. This is Kevin's like first attention all night. I'm from oh, a man because sure, yeah. he's like there's no other uh, he lives in Tennessee, suburban. Yeah. Like, it's not, so he's not gonna get that shit very I know Ray's straight and I'm like, dude, he, this dude's blackout. He's he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. I get him out of the situation. So you are watching out. Trying to him. sit him fucking down yeah. and get him some water. Make sure he's not gonna throw up. And he, sleep if he needs to. Oh, he's sleeping. It was so fucking hard. This dude's oh, a fucking animal, fucking ape. This dude is fucking I strong when he's drunk. And dude, I could not get him to sit down, and I got him away. Kevin fucking follows me wherever I go oh, with Ray. No. And dude, so we, so he starts throwing up in the in the living room. Ray does. Long story short, we try to fucking move this motherfucker. Dead that's, weight, dead fucking weight. Outside. That's outside. When I, I saw that picture of him yeah. on the ground. And and that's and, when, and that's when he fucking bit me in the fucking nipple. And in the yes, because I had him like this. His face is across my chest. I'm dragging this motherfucker. Are you fucking kidding? And he, and he just has lockjaw right on my tit. And I'm just like, bro, this motherfucker just bit me. And that's. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's when I walk. And and dude, so Kevin. And also, 
and together. and also Kevin's fucking behind him, and so <laughs> so he face plants in the yard because I drop his ass because you dude just you funny. just fucking bit me. So, so fuck you, dude. Funniest I get him back up. He throw he throws up in the yard a little bit, and then we get him fucking on the porch. <laughs> He's passed out at this point. This motherfucker Kevin starts caressing the oh unconscious my body. God. Yes, and 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 I had enough of it. Long. That's yeah. not cool. Like yeah. So yeah. it's just it's one of those things where. <laughs> I snapped a little bit and I said, "Get the fuck off of him, dude. He probably doesn't want you touching him, well, especially he's unconscious." Too, I said, fuck he, ca- off, he calls me. A, he calls me a homophobe, and I'm just like, "Dude, dude, if it was a straight woman and you're a straight guy, it's an unconscious body. Exactly. You don't do that shit. And, no, you don't do that. He, it's he, not because you're going gay." On Twitter and and talking about how terrible men are for doing that shit to women. Yeah, like, it's it's dude. It is. It's not okay for you to be doing what you're doing right now to this unconscious ridiculous. 18 year old. You're 38 years old. Go the fucking side. He just side. graduated fucking high school. Yep, dude. Yep. And he's going. He's just going into college. Go the fucking side. He gets pissed. He's like, I've been doing this for years. I know what I'm fucking doing. And he walks inside. I'm like, that was your fucking nah. argument, dude. Listen. And so he gets inside. I know. I have to. I have to speed it up. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so he gets inside. We get Ray into the car because we think he's ready. He hasn't been throwing up. And immediately this motherfucker throws up in Connor's car. Oh, and we're just like, fucking God. shit, dude. So we pull him Drunk back out. Drunk people are the fucking worst. So we pull him back out. And it's like fucking taking care of a child. It and is. put in, in, in an angry, strong child. A giant baby. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we pull him out into the yard. We pull him out into the yard. I have to go clean Connor's car up because Connor now has to talk to Ray's sister to try to get him home somehow. Um, so I go inside, get the fucking wipes. Kevin's there. And Kevin's like, oh, you think you're so fucking hard. And he starts talking shit to me. And he starts oh, following me around. Yeah, I would have punched him in the gut. No, literally, literally almost fucking just turned around and knocked him out, dude. I and mm, the shit he was saying to me was fucking, pro- like, he's calling me names. He's calling me a bitch. He's calling me a homophobe. He's calling me, you think you're so hard protecting your friend. I'm like... I'm protecting what? my friend. You think you're so hard yeah. protecting your friend so, from a from a rapist? Almost, uh. almost, almost hit him right there, and uh, that was the last I saw of Kevin because I, I slammed the door in his fucking face, and he probably got the fucking hit. That dude, just leave us alone. We're leaving. Yeah. We're trying to leave at least. And uh, this was the same time that Ramsey was on his bullshit. Oh god. Tearing it's, apart his fucking house. Let's not get into that. Jesus. Um, it's not. It's too much. This to, is exactly why I didn't show up. By the way, it was. It was this, even, like it was this content. Is exactly why. I, it was content for my eyes, my content. sober eyes. It's and content now. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So that's that's that was my night. Was having fun until oh, fucking I have enjoyed that until at all. pretty much Cam got there and started handing everybody else shots, and I was just like, okay, now I have to take care of these people, or they will kill themselves. They will. I would. I would have. I was just. You, you and me would have left long before any of this would have gone down. No. Well, I, 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 I would have gotten yeah. us out of I had to take him home. Because it was too far for me to drive my truck. I had to take him home, and I wanted him to feel better and enjoy his night a little bit more. Well, I, I, I did. I would have egged Once us on. Once I got on, out of the bathroom, I would have egged people, us on people, to get out of there. I was like, I'd be I like, we don't need to be here. This is not going to be like, yeah. fun. So yeah, that that was our July Fourth. So if you I mean, have anything to add, go ahead. Yeah, a little bit. Like once I came out of the bathroom, like people kept trying to give me. I was like, nah. Don't even. No, let's tell the story right when you got out of the bathroom. Okay. So, like, you have been asleep for fucking two and a half hours in I the bathroom. No, here's the thing. It wasn't asleep. Or just I down was, for the count. Like, just, it was just, just sick. I was just fighting it. And then like, we walk into the bathroom. This motherfucker stood up. Like, right when we opened the door, we like, he's alive. This motherfucker's I, alive. Get him out of the bathroom. And everybody's, like, giving him hugs and shit. And, and then he, he, if he seems good. And then he's like, I got to sit down. Because <laughs> my he, head hurt. My yeah, head hurt. Yeah, so. I went through like a two and a half hour mental battle, like fighting the sickness out of my yeah. body, and it was tough. All right. Tough. And uh, no, but yeah. One thing to add. One last thing, the and then we got to get to our top ten list. So, we get Ray in the van. That ride. Oh yeah. So we had to take Ray home on in a, in a van because 
we had to like make sure he doesn't choke on his own vomit or puke in his car. You know, right. you know Cam's white van. You know Cam's white van, the the dude that works at Cats. Cameron. Mixed dude, he's Maybe. he's from the Bahamas. You know the big, big white, you know the big white van with no windows in the parking lot. Not really. But oh. Okay, well we we took him in anyway, that it's utility van with no seats. We we we, we yeah we, we went on a convoy for thirty fucking minutes trying to get him home. And he and so Cam drove it was, you guys. Yeah. Nope. Kim drove. Connor mm. drove. I drove and Cam drove. Cam was a little drunk. Okay, yeah. Fair so enough. we had to we had to put him in the middle, make sure everything was okay. Because he didn't know where he was going, so I went oh. behind him. And so, because and I got involved, I had to be in the back of the van. And oh. dude, he was driving some I, reckless my shit. Fucking anxiety. With with back. Ray, I had to take ah. care of Ray and Cody, thinking he's going to die. So I, it was, and I was the only I was the only calm one there. That motherfucker Ray was gone, dude. And like I, I let me tell you this also, Ray. I know we joke about tucking the homies in. I actually tucked you in. I carried you upstairs to your room and tucked you in. He did. Ray. You did do that. That's the only person I've ever done. I was that saying too. all night that Ray's a lucky motherfucker to have. You're us lucky. Right now. I love you so much, Ray. You'd, you'd be choking on your own vomit, <sighs> Jimmy Hendrickson. We're, we're just the best fucking people. On earth. <laughs> uh, and because we're the best people on earth, you probably really want to hear our opinions. Yes, don't you? we're we're gonna get, we're gonna <laughs> go we straight today, into Warren? our top ten movies of all time. It's exciting. It's exciting stuff. Now, now, did you guys? Dis- is this an objective? Do you think you're picking the top ten of all time? No, nope. or, or your our personal favorite. To- okay, favorite. top Fair ten enough. That's favorite a completely movies, different list. <laughs> which. In my in my opinion, these are the best movies of all time. Fair, fair these, enough. But these are the only ones I've seen. So, I mean, not the only ones, but these are the best of what I've seen. And uh, can I ask you a question? What's up? You don't have to. I'm not asking you a name. It's just is Adam Sandler in any movie on that list? Because if it is, it's yes, props, one props, props, props. <laughs> one one movie. Props, nothing but props. It's good. And but it's in the honorable mentions. They didn't make my top ten. Oh, I'm so sorry. Me? Yeah, it's in my honorable mentions too. It's in my honorable mentions. Well, um, what do you say we? Let's get into it. So get into this. I'll, I'll start off. Uh, my number ten. We're we're gonna do everybody's <laughs> number ten and then go back. Son of a bitch. Okay, right when I looked at the list, I'm like, dude, that's a solid pick. But you guys are going to roast the shit out of I'm, me. I'm seeing it right now. E. I love. E. I love. Music, <laughs> and I love movies. Good. What's the best of both worlds? Then the Frozen. movie Pitch Perfect. High school musical. And so number ten is my is my is my tenth favorite movie of all time is Pitch Perfect. The first one. No, um, respect. Oh, yeah. respect. Respect. First, first and, one. And dude, I'm in love with Anna Kendrick too. If anybody knows, Anna I'm Kendrick's in, pretty nice. Yeah. I, I'm in love. Like I literally, I, I made a video of her. <laughs> junior year. No, guys, guys, for real, guys, for real, guys, for real. You gotta listen to this. You know my strange addictions. Yeah. I made a parody no. of that no. with me and my love for Anna Kendrick. No, and, that sounds like that sounds like. And it, it got five thousand views on Twitter, <laughs> and it got a hundred and fifty retweets. And I said, "Please retweet so I can meet Anna Kendrick." <laughs> this motherfucker never saw it, so it's just like it was a waste. Damn. But that's my tenth favorite movie. Here's the thing. That sounds that's, awesomely cringy. That is. It was, it's very cringy. I know nothing about no, it, so like thing. I have no questions. Because. To because it was a my strange addictions thing, it does. It's not as weird. But if it was just like you professing, yeah, yeah you, love, you, it you, it, you entered the, you brought it up like you just like like it's yeah, funny. made a video about it. Can't. <laughs> like, it's, it's, yeah, just... no, it's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can try to pull it up. It's probably on my phone, but nah, I'll show you guys later. We can we, we can we can like splice people, it in or people something. People don't need this. People it, people need to see this though. So I can meet Anna Kendrick, please. We'll get her on the podcast. That's the main goal. We'll I know, get her on I know the she's 15 years okay. older than me, but dude, please. Jeez, we're going to have Anna Kendrick. What do you want to do to her? James. I want to just talk to her. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, what, was what the fuck was that? Well, it's gonna be Anna I heard Kendrick LeBron James and Anna Kendrick in the same sentence. I love that sentence. In the, in the podcast. We're we're watch gonna, LeBron James LeBron do James. things to Anna Kendrick. I'm wearing a LeBron James jersey right now. That's going to be our two guests. Oh, dude, fuck. 
<laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, Seth, enough of your sexual fantasies. Seth, I say we should. Seth. <laughs> me, am number I number ten? Yeah, number ten. Okay. So another. I guess we all kind of reserve our number tens for like our sort of silly choice, and it's not really a silly no. choice. It's more so this is the one that I that I choose, and I know it's it's not so much the film itself as much as all the emotional <laughs> attachment to it, and that's going to be the first SpongeBob movie. Okay. Um, mostly for just you talking about Goofy Goober. Like you uh, talking Goofy about Goober Rock? Yeah. Absolutely. Goofy Goober Rock. Um, yeah. As someone who grew up very heavily on on cartoons, uh, I oh, watched yeah. a lot of Cartoon Network, and the only time I ever really switched over to Nick was for like Jimmy Neutron, Fairly Odd Parents, or SpongeBob SquarePants. Awesome. Yeah. I had every single episode basically memorized down to the intonation of the lines. So like, it was a big deal to me to go watch this movie, and like, I, I it's the only movie I think I ever really like was just. Up until like when Go- when Godzilla twenty fourteen came out, but that's <gasps> by that point I'm kind of, I'm more of an adult. Like this is the first time as a kid where I was just like, God, you Godzilla twenty fourteen amazing as hell about this movie, yeah. <sighs> and I watched it with my cousin, and like I remember genuinely crying at the at SpongeBob dying near 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 the end. Uh, Me too, and just God, just what what an experience, okay. what, what a cartoon. So well, like, and and in my mind, uh, I like most people, I. I Always, I'm going to just imagine and pretend that the series ended after the movie. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. Go ahead with your number 10, Jack. So, mine is a serious pick. Please take it. It never is with you. He's giggling. But pl- I know it is because, so, when I was a child. Hurry. Bionicle Mask of Light was. Uh, okay. So, Bionicle Mask of Light, number 10. Legitimately changed me. Okay. Like, I, I felt moved by it. The, the style, I liked, see, like, seeing my toys there so is it okay i'm not a bionicle guy you guys are is it animated it's yes. 3d animated okay yes. so both y'all top 10 are animated no, it's, it's so go ahead life. it's um so bionicle is just it was just and i have a mask that i'm gonna put somewhere you can there. see it on our desk over here we're, we're yeah. me and me and jack are big bionicle fans and i'm a big fan of mask of light it. as well but i definitely can't put it on my top 10 it's it's i was more into the toys than i was the movie or anything love the movies all right. Oh, my bad. I hit the microphone. Number nine. But number nine. We're moving on to number nine. My number nine is The Dark Knight. And and all I right. okay. So I have to put it on my top ten list. It's my favorite director of all time, Christopher Nolan. CN. It's my favorite superhero movie of all time. So I I did a music thing. Number nine. And my number or my number ten. Sorry, my number ten is Pitch Perfect music thing. And my number nine. I love superhero movies. I I I love superhero movies, and so number nine, Dark Knight. Had to be it, and it's my favorite director, favorite superhero movie. So yeah, that's why. That's why I put. I it can't on there. argue with that really. In terms of like, I'm not big on superheroes at all. So like, I don't give a shit about the Marvel, DC, cinematic universe okay. kind of stuff. Like, I've seen a couple of them. I've seen bits of a couple of them. Just kind of just too too generic for me. But uh, and I, I'm not trying to sound pompous when I say that. But but I I, I I think that actually says more when I can say the Dark Knight is. Probably one of the best movies I've ever watched. Yeah. So like, it's, it's surprisingly it's it's, it's, it's surprisingly awesome. high on my list. Honorable I should have put mention. it lower. And and like everyone, of course, you can talk about amazing Joker performance and yeah. stuff yep. like that. Like things everybody everybody's already said everything that can be said about yep. this movie. So and that there's nothing said, for us to say. That being said, you can go ahead with your number nine. Fair enough. My number nine is uh, another franchise. Um, I wanted to pick one. I really like the James Bond series. Um, okay. Uh, and I, I particularly, I really like you know Sean, the Sean Connery, Roger Moore kind of era. Sean Connery more for just the classicness of it, and Roger Moore for the kind of goofiness of like the '70s. Like he's probably my favorite Bond. Um, but I think just 
the one that I enjoyed the most, the one that really fucking got me was uh was Skyfall. Yes. Um, Skyfall. Again, oh, the first the one I got hell. to go and see in the theater. Um, and just what an awesome movie! I j- just for as a fan of the series and just as someone who's just watching it to just just as an action movie by itself, it's really solid and I really enjoyed it. Nice. That's a good solid pick. And I don't really have much... Again, it's another one that a lot of people have said a lot about, right. so I don't have much to say about it. And we are going to roll through these 10 through 4s. Mm-hmm. So Other good James Bond movies I'll throw out there. Uh, I really like Live and Let Die. Um, <laughs> Spy Who Loved Me is a really fun, kind of cheesy one. And then, uh, of course, Goldfinger. Casino. But Casino. Casino Royale, yes. Casino Royale is also really good. Cool. Can't right. forget. You're number nine, Jack. Right. So um, I'm not a huge fan of M. Night Shyamalan, but Usual Suspects... The first time you watch that movie, and I'm not going to spoil it, but the first time you watch that movie, it's like getting punched in the like the brain and the heart consecutively 50 times. And like I it's never been it's it's unnerving. Okay. It's unbelievable. It's just Yeah, I know nothing about that movie. The only thing I know about M Night Shyamalan movie-wise that I've watched Avatar is the, the Avatar <laughs> The Last Airbender. <laughs> nah, and that's, that's and it, it as if it was if it I stood know it alone. I was better earlier on. If it was st- if it stood alone, It'd be a good, okay movie. If it wasn't trying but to be But it just, it just wrecked my whole fucking world, man. Yeah. I, just, I can't respect him after it, that. Literally one of the worst adaptations ever made. Yeah. But back in the day, he made some solid I think movies. what kills me about that movie is the, uh, how weak the action looks in yeah. comparison. Because I know you Facts. can't, I know you can't make it look like a cartoon, but it looks so slow. Yeah, it's so Everything's slow. Everything's just. And like they're dancing. They're like what just, the fuck is like that? It's, it's. Awful, awful, awful. I can go awful. on a whole episode about that I mean, fucking movie. Also, don't need to say, like, like we don't yeah. need to go on more about that because everybody's yeah. talked about how terrible it is. All right, number eight. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Number eight, Back to the Future Part Two. Ooh. And so, we're gonna, uh, y'all, and so, y'all are going to be happy. I'm sorry, I keep knocking my damn microphone. I'm so excited. I'm That's so excited. My third favorite movies. science fiction movie of all time. And, dude, and, and so I didn't. I didn't really put uh, Back to the Future uh, Part 1 or Part 3 or the whole series up there because I, I think Back to the Future Part 2 could stand alone and be so fucking good by I itself. I think that's one of the reasons. It's it's such an impressive trilogy. So, like, like the, the the worst one is 3, and I use the word worst yeah. loosely because it's like 1, 2, and then 3. Like, like it's... And and 2, like what you're saying right now, It's it amazes me just how smart it is and how it connects all the mm. different like yeah. everything that happened in one and then you go back and watch the first one and there's things that you didn't notice at first yep. that, that are affected in the second good one good trilogies do that my favorite character is the uh, the wallet guy the guy who's who's just I think he took his wallet. Oh, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's such a weird shot. It's such a weird moment. And I just, like, the, the concept of the almanac, just, like, the way, you know what I'm saying? It's really cool. It's great. It's, it's so cool. As far as the story goes, I thought that's one of the reasons why I like it. It's incredibly creative, especially for its time. Like, it's not, along with the story, just the stuff that was in it visually. Like, it's just, I thought it was a stunning movie. It, and, and it got a lot of things right. We had hoverboards in 2015, so... Wheels. And flying cars and time yeah, travel. Yeah, we, we, we haven't got that yet. <laughs> all that other. But they had try- time travel in 1985. So and we, we we dress exactly like Biff does. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I don't know. Which we all talk like this because you start talking like this apparently in the future. And we have our pockets. <laughs> yeah, Biff sounds right. like in the future. What's your number eight, Seth? My number eight is, uh, and this is a more recent one. I'm, I'm sure everybody knows about this movie, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, oh yes, I love that movie, dude. 
just a again a really solid movie that does a really good job of being doesn't hold back funny raw and and tense in in some portions you know uh of course like leonardo dicaprio he's great i i really love the story of of jonah hill and how he like basically fought to to be in the movie like he took a massive pay cut to because he just wanted to do it so bad i mean it's just and it shows like the passion of wanting to be that character in his performance and stuff it's there's so many there are so many just moments from that movie to talk about that are just great in their own little little bits and all the characters are great and again it's just a very just very solid to me in 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 every aspect um what's your favorite part of that about, about the movie favorite part about it or like what no what's your favorite part in it sorry in it i it's hard to pick because there's like me and my roommate basically watched it like every, like once a week for for a good while there we just you know uh smoke uh cigarettes and then watch <laughs> watch the movie about once a week and then Hmm. I, we really like the part where it's it's Leonardo DiCaprio and Jonah Hill in that little booth smoking crack. Yeah. <laughs> and he's smoke crack. My my favorite my favorite is the. <laughs> we did. That's actually. Can I? So that's how we watched the movie the first time was because we were smoking so many cigarettes and my chest was hurting <laughs> and I was beating on my chest going. <clears throat> and he said it's just like that part in Wolf of Wall Street. I yeah. said I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street. And, and we, and we spent the next two and a half hours watching <laughs> um, By the way, Matthew McConaughey is a legend. He's awesome in that I movie. Love For the little that, bit he's in I it, he's love awesome. Matthew McConaughey. All right, what's your number eight, Jack? Um, mine, it's not a big movie. It's not like a well. I don't think it's Watch too Watch it be well. like the biggest. Um, it's, called, um, it's called Wrist Cutters. It's like a love story oh, thing. I haven't heard of it. Me it's, it's, uh, it's None of the actors are terribly famous, but it's like... The way it was filmed, because you know how what I like, the aesthetically pleasing, it uses like different lenses, colors, tones. It's and a really stuff. good looking movie. It's, yeah. But it's like, it's good looking incredibly and everything fits, but it is very bland looking. Okay. But it looks But wonderful. in an artistic like, way. Like a desert, you know? I got you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I like that shit. Yeah. And it's a story, something, because like in my life, you know, like suicide's kind of always been like something I've been comfortable with just because of exposure to it, you know? And we're going to get into that far in the future. Okay. Um, but, and so the movie, it's kind of like comforting for me because it's a story about like when you commit suicide, you go to like a, a different kind of afterlife. Not like you died. Okay. You went to heaven. It's like you commit suicide. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like purgatory. Okay. But like everybody's there. Gotcha. It's, and it's like, a, it's a love story. I'm not a hugely romantic, but I just, I loved it. It right. sounds like it'd be up my alley. And it was the thing honestly. is, it was so creative. Mm-hmm. Like the idea for it. I was like, how did they come up with this? I was like, I thought, I just thought it was amazing. All right, so my number seven. This is where mm. it gets so good for me. Yeah, like, mine are gonna, mine start getting more. Mine like, start yeah, getting like, holy it. shit. <laughs> yeah, I would watch this a week straight, mm. like without even fucking eating, dude. Go for it. Number seven, Star Wars Episode Three. Okay, and dude, it is so fucking good, bro. It's my favorite Star Wars That's movie. My one honorable mention. And it's it's just. The character arc just in that movie of Anakin, and then dude, I, I just everybody knows Episode Three. It's just so um, fucking can good. Can I can I shock you? No, don't say you haven't seen it. I want to go ahead and get this out of the way, everybody. I have not really seen the Star Wars movies. 
okay. Well, let me make it more it's clear. Okay. I have seen, I started watching episode five, and I got really bored and stopped watching it. Mm, okay. I didn't hear that. Uh, about that. Episode five is like the best one. With <laughs> like, that like, said, well, well, not not in my opinion. Of course, episode three is my favorite. But like, if if everybody had with a consensus, that said, I, I have nothing to say about this movie. So, okay. It, it just if everybody had a consensus about Star Wars, episode five would be number one on everybody's list. No, I know, and that's and that's what kind of makes uh, me go, okay. Well, then I guess Star Wars just isn't for me. <laughs> I guess so. All right. What's your number seven, <clears throat> Seth? All right. So. Because I don't like Star Wars, I'm going to show you some real cinema here. My number seven oh, is a film called Rubber. Oh, the tire? Okay, I've yes. heard of this. Yes, I've yes, heard yes. of this movie. <laughs> I've heard of this movie. Is it, is it about a fucking tire that it's kills people? It's about a killer tire, but it's a bit. It's a bit more. Thank you. It's not so much about the killer tire itself as much as the film wants you to like think about that. It's the people. It's there. There's. It, it starts with this bit with this weird po- you know the police officer character in that movie yeah. he's one of my favorite characters with the binoculars ever. he's he's insane I, like he's just he comes in and gives this this speech about like why do like why do certain things happen and at first they're kind of deep questions you know why 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 are we the only ones out here blah 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 but then he sa- he says something like why do some people like sausages and some people hate sausages and, and like every single question he asked he'd say no reason you know, in the Friday the 13th, why don't we ever see any characters go to the bathroom? No reason. Like, these questions where you kind of go, like, I guess I have, it, like, an answer for why we don't show characters going to the bathroom in the movie. But, like, it's useless. But it, it's, I thought it was interesting how it kind of brought up questions of, like, everything that happens is, is kind of just a series of no reasons anyway. So, like... Is it really that crazy to just say a tire? Like, like there's your movie. A tire. They're, they're basically saying a tire is possessed and killing people. Accept it, and and then it it goes on to like have this secondary running plot where there's there's like a crowd of people watching it from a distance with <laughs> binoculars, and this crowd like is aware of the fact that they're watching a show. So then you, as a viewer, you're like, so this isn't happening in real life we're seeing a we're seeing a performance but then the the characters from the movie come and, and start interacting with characters from the from from like the oh. from, this guy from the audience is basically trying to kill the audience by forcing them to eat it's poisoned food because they've been watching the movie and camping out watching them the movie for it's it sounds crazy <laughs> and i can't really I would I, agree. I, I feel like I'm ruining it by putting it into words, but like but the thing, it's such an interesting, weird, just just like it, it brings you into the movie. I think it, it almost makes you part of the plot, okay. in, in, as weird as that sounds. And and I, I, I it might be the movie I most recommend for giving you just a, just a a what the fuckiness to it. Okay. Okay. And I just want to say one thing about that. Okay. Movie. So, I watched it three times. Once when I was like 13. No clue what was going on. And then a, another, like two more times, but four months ago. And I watched it twice in a row. Just I was like, I just had to rewatch it. Do you think it's it. genius? Yeah. No, I think it's I think pure it's artistic genius. genius. I think it's completely genius. Jack, what is your number seven? My number seven, I think a fairly strong one. 2001 Space Odyssey. Mm. Fair enough. As yeah. far as a movie that I would say is ahead of its time. Also, you know, my He's man. Kubrick in general. Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick in what general, man. But to, as far like that movie came out in 1968, yeah, and like the some of the the stuff that they have in that movie is stuff that we have like now, 
You know, like I was going, I was looking through a comparisons list. Like stuff was crazy. And, in terms of influence yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And it was and I was and I watched the movie and I I looked at it and I was like, How did they how did they do this? There's a lot of times where I looked at this like as a movie from the sixties, how did they do this? Yeah. Like I could look at Lord of the Rings and be like, I know how they did this. I can look at the animation, I can see where they did I can see the lines, but that was it was just I think nice. Kubrick so the practical just, effects are really nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I do have to say about the early Star Wars movies is that I like their mm-hmm practical effects mm. a lot okay so number six mm-hmm. we're almost there to the top five this one didn't get there for me but it is still Scraping so good it. number six goodwill hunting <sighs> that movie I've never seen goodwill hunting it's one of the three it movies is, that made me cry it matt damon i have so much respect for matt damon yeah i really do the way and robin williams oh. may, may may god rest his soul dude he is so good in this movie and it, i've never seen a movie just carried by two that by two people, the whole way through, like every single one of my movies, Pitch Perfect has a whole crew behind it. Dark Knight has a has a has a good guy and a bad guy, good but movie, there's yeah. there's like Robin, you know, of the Gordon, yeah, Gordon. He's like the Batman's Robin. And he, there's the, uh, there's chief. a love interest. Yeah. There's it has none of that, dude. It I mean it has a love interest, but it doesn't really play on it. Matt Damon and Robin Williams carry the movie, and I, that's probably. Yeah. Some of the best acting you'll ever see. It's and I mean, there's a few scenes where Matt, because Matt Damon's got his friends, and there's one really good scene with his friend where he's like, "I want to walk to your house, and I want to see one day. I want to knock on your door. You always answer. I want to knock on your door, and you not be there. I want to talk about you. Uh, Ben Affleck. Yeah, Kay. and like Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck. I mean, it's Ben Affleck. He had a really good scene. He in was that. barely. He was all. He was all. He was barely in the movie. Like yeah, I know, but that, t- towards the end he was. But that was that was really moving for me. Yeah. Like that's like how his friends cared about him. That showed. That yeah, we got to move on. And number six for Seth. Um, another recent one. Um, the movie Whiplash. Oh, the drum. The drum. <sighs> the drum movie. Yes. Have you seen that one? Mm-mm. Very good. It's a. Uh, it's a movie about this kid who just wants to be a really good drummer. And mm. He uh, he joins this class. Uh, it's just this really hard-ass teacher, and, he, and he's, the whole movie is basically just him trying to impress him, and it's like how far the teacher constantly just basically abuses his students, um, like throwing instruments at him and shit when they like fuck up. Like School of Rock? Just like, I, no. No, this is like straight-up abuse. The Jack Black did crack. Um, and was it's the same guy. J.K. What's the, what's, Simmons. What's the name? of J.K. Simmons. He's, he's Jonah J. Jameson in the uh, Tony, in Tony Spider-Man. Tony that's what I was going to say, yeah. Okay. He was the um, newspaper guy. He's great one, actor. Oh, okay. Great. And great just performance okay, in this yeah. movie um and he ba- like this kid basically like like at one point he wrecks his car like and and he's a bloody mess but he still tries to get to the recital to like show up and he's there all fucked up and can't play and the and the the, the teacher still yells at him because he can't play even though he's clearly like a bloody mess like yeah and he it ends up getting the teacher fired and he meets up with him later and he explains that it's this like you know i i do all this shit because i i want the next Charlie Parker because I know the next Charlie Parker wouldn't have he became a great drummer because someone threw a you know a, a drum at his head and he and uh so I, I know that the next Charlie Parker won't uh like I can do whatever I want to him and, and it won't matter like okay. and it's this interesting just look into I don't want to say an interesting look into the abusive mindset but like kind of how they're seeing things and, and and how the how the student sort of like justifies it and mm. and but at the end he does he does tell the teacher to fuck off and, okay. and do his own thing but that's to watch but you got to watch now, it now i will say i love the song caravan which is a song they do at the very end mm-hmm. beautiful song and 
Also, the abusive mindset is like I'd say it works better with adults more than children. As it's far as it's not a children's movie. Yeah, it's not by any means. All right. Yeah. All right. I particularly and like the line when when he's arguing with his family and he he's talking about like, do you want to like, well, do you want to be like Charlie Parker and die at forty years old, heroin addict, you know, blah blah blah. And he says like, well, I'd rather die forty years old in the heroin addict than have the whole world like know who I am than just be some nobody or whatever. I just thought that was an interesting scene. All right, number six for Jack. Um, it's, um, you know the guy who directed Thor Ragnarok? I, I don't know the guy, I, no. I, I forgot his name, but it's the guy who directed that. Um, it's Hunt for the Wilder People. It's got Sam Neill in it from Jurassic Park. It's got Ricky Baker, who was, um, no, that's not his name. I forget his name. That's his name in the movie. He's, you know, the kid in Deadpool 2. The, um, I haven't seen Deadpool too. I've not seen any superheroes. Okay. I've seen Deadpool, but I have but not seen Deadpool too. He played. He he got a role in that. Ryan Reynolds liked the movie, and um, it's. I watched it, and it gave me a love for, like it kind of like reinstilled my love for nature because I okay. used to be completely outdoors. It made me feel. It made me feel alive. That movie, and that's the first time a movie's done that in awesome. a long time. Okay, let's do our top five, shall we? All right, we're getting into it. Top baby. five. My number five, is Catch Me If You Can. Oh. With that's the Hanks with Le- Hanks, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio and Tom Hanks, Hanks man. It's a great movie. I like the wallet scene. Just the fucking like the concept of the movie, the I story. Really like wallet people. This is this yeah. is one of those where I'm just picking it because of the story. Like I don't give a shit about the cinematography. The yeah, cinematography yeah. Could, could be shit. The story's fucking badass. I think I've only seen yeah. like the first half of that movie in my film class, and then we had to stop and then mm. didn't finish it. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy what I saw. So yeah. good. I have a recommendation for you, just really quick. Yes, you're saying that like this. You don't really care about cinematography. There's no, movie, I, d- I do. But I know, in this but movie, like, the cinematography, the cinematography could be shit, I know, and I would still like it. This has both. It's a movie. It's got Will Smith in it and Margot Robbie. It's called Focus. It's like about these scammers and these people who are thieves. It's I think really I think good. I've heard of that, dude. It's I watched Margot it. Robbie. I'd watch it. Yeah, here's the thing. I trust Robbie, me. It's called Wolf of Wall Street. It's baby. called. Yeah, that's what that was my favorite part of that movie. <laughs> my favorite part was uh, when he's. Uh, uh, this is off topic. Let's yeah, go to okay, let's go yeah, to number five on Seth. Um, my number five is a little movie called October Sky. Um, have you seen it? I've heard of it. It's about uh, these kids in the fifties, basically that are this kids into space travel, and he just, he's just building little like model rockets and flying them off to just test. Like it's been a while since I've seen it. I'll be honest, okay. but uh, basically, like, the town doesn't want him to do it and shit. It's it's just a really good. It's it's my personal favorite story of like you know they talk about you want to see the hero struggle a lot before he before he gets to it but like he really fucking struggles to get there and like it's it's sort of like what you were saying about goodwill hunting i think it was where just at the end i just i felt so fucking good like i'm pretty sure i cried the first time it's just Mm -hmm. you finally see him get his goal and and just the genuine happiness like in his eyes, have you're, you, just, you're just like God. Like yeah. you feel so good for him. Have you ever seen the movie About Time? Uh-uh. Yes. That movie made me cry yeah. the most out of any movie I've ever seen, and it wasn't because I was sad. It was because I was so fucking happy after that movie. It's about him. He can time travel, go back in time if he wanted to, mm-hmm. and change stuff. And at the end, he just. You have to watch it, bro. It's so good. I have to check it out. Yes, yeah. I didn't put it in my honorable mentions. I'm pretty I don't, sad I like that. no one else cried when we watched October Sky. It was another just one you? that we watched in my film class. It's weird. I, it's weird, man. It like, it's weird. Is... Some movies just have hits on certain people. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Like I've got. Um, I think it says a lot about people. What kind of like stories you relate to? This is number five still. So this one is called Leon the Professional. 
It's Natalie Portman's first movie. She was oh, a Natalie child. Por- Padme, 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 Padme. She's a child. She's like. But 12. I'm talking about Padme right now. I'm talking about Padme. Oh, Padme. Padme. I'm talking about Padme. Episode two, Padme. Episode three, Padme. Episode two, Padme. Episode two. Shut Padme. up, you fucking Star Wars okay. fucking losers. Okay, so it's about a hitman who, like, takes like accidentally has to like. So there's this Gary Oldman's in it who um played who was Gordon. In the Dark Knight. Okay. And um, he's a great actor. He's in my top five favorite actors of all time. Okay. And he's a bad guy. And um, he's like, Matilda is her name. Nellie Portman's in the movie. And her family gets killed by Gary Oldman. And Hitman, Hitman lives down the hall. And she's like walking up with the groceries. She sees her family dead. So she goes to the Hitman's house and she he answers the door and is nice. And he ends up, you know, like liking her and loving her and taking care of her. Not like that because he's like I a 40-year-old man. It's a, The movie is – It sounds cool. The extended cut's a little bit weird. But, okay. But it's – you fall it's, – it's, it's I cried at the end of that movie. Okay. You all got some criers. Yeah. That movie, we're that getting, movie. We're getting the ones that really affect us. Number – I know. I'm just going to say that. About, that movie hurt me more than any Kay. other movie. Number four for me. This is where it's getting iconic right now. Mine too. Forrest Gump. Okay. It's my number four. The CGI, first of all. No, no, no. It's like the first ever, like, not the first ever CGI, but it was like so good for the time. And it was like the first ever, like, this is actually pretty good fucking CGI. And like, not even, that's the technical side. But the story, how it, how he told the story just from sitting on the fucking bench waiting for the bus the whole time, it's just really great storytelling, I think. Mm-hmm. And he had such a great life. Um, it's funny. Um, has love in it, bro. It's just overall fucking great movie. It's just a good movie. And I know how simple, it's, it's, it's a simple story. It's literally just telling mm-hmm. a man's life. And and Tom Hanks acting. He's, he's, he's up there, dude. Yeah. Him and Leonardo DiCaprio. Him and Leo. Are, him and Leo, him and Leo are, are two just yeah. solid and they're both in Catch Me If You Can. So. Yeah, and that's, in, that's a great movie. All right, movie. Seth, you're number four. All right, my number four is uh, another one that you guys probably haven't heard of. Uh, <clears throat> it's called Life is Beautiful, and it's actually uh, an Italian movie. Uh, I was shown this by my, my history teacher black in high school. No, it's not black and white. Oh. It's in color. It follows. It's, uh, it's about a Jewish family in Italy during the Holocaust, and they get taken away to a uh, uh, like an internment camp. And... The interesting fact is that this is like a family comedy. Uh, oh wow! I it's sounds like it. It's some of the most well written, like traditional kind of comedy ever, where everything's just set up really well, and then when the punchline hits, it's just really nice. Like the the, and I don't want I don't I don't want to spoil anything. Like it's it's one of those where you really need like yeah. like I can't. I'll give it a watch. Oh, there's I'm just smiling thinking about the the bits. Like it's uh. I think the guy, I think the main actor is like some kind of comedian or something gotcha. in Italy, uh, and and it's just it's you, one of the fun, yeah, it's one know. of the funniest movies I've ever All seen. All right, cool. So, what's your number four, Jack? You've probably never heard of it. You might have. It's a movie. Um, I can see it from here, baby. Akira. Hell have yeah. you seen? That's, Hell yeah. I watched. That was the that was my introduction to cinematic it was basically america's introduction to like anime like yeah. serious addiction to anime and that i saw and that i saw that and i was like i watched it the first time when i i watched it once when i was like i was like, I was like maybe 10 and I was is like, this a movie is, yeah it's uh okay. yeah yeah and i watched i was like this kind of gross i watched it when i was like 17 and i could comprehend i things. believe it was the first 
theatrically released anime film yeah. in America. Okay. Yeah. 19, I, what, like, 1988? Yeah. I went and I watched it when I was 17, and, like... Which is a really good time to watch it, by the way. And, like, like first of all, you know what, like, Outrun aesthetic is? Not specific. Well, it's, like, it's like that futuristic aesthetic that's kind of like Blade Runner 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. It appealed so much to me. I cried. And it's mature, too. It's, yeah. like, awesome. cool. It's wonderful. Right. Top three, baby. Before we get into our top three, let's have some honorable mentions. All right, so, I don't have any honorable. Okay, mentions, but you can so. like you can like can think, of just maybe think of maybe a couple few, sure. if you want to think of a few too. I have some honorable mentions that I just I, it was so hard that I love these movies. I watch them all the time. I've rewatched them all the time. Um, so the Greatest Showman is one of my because I I'm, as you as you can see some of these are musicals. I love musicals because I like music. Because the next one's Mamma Mia. <laughs> um, and then I have the Joker. Unhonorable mentions. It almost made the top ten list, but it's so fucking good, dude. E.T. Um, yeah, um, The Shining, The Wizard of Oz, and Uncut Gems. I fuck with all those. Yeah, so those are my honorable mentions. Um, do you guys have any honorable mentions you guys um, want to talk about? A couple off the top of my head right now. Uh, in terms of, like, like I want to put a Pixar movie on there. Either personal is probably Bug's Life, but... Mm. Incredibles is such a iconic movie. The first perfect one. movie. Jack Jack. Oh fuck! That actually, Brad Bird. That reminds me. Oh, oh fuck! Um, <laughs> I might actually have to knock the SpongeBob movie down to number. Oh oh, we got to switch. Because if we're if we're gonna do that, then I'm gonna have to put the Iron Giant in at number oh. ten. Uh, what a it like SpongeBob movie has some heartfelt, childlike. Attachment to it. I like robots. multiply that by like two, honestly. The, the movie robots, <laughs> and you've got you've got the Iron Giant. The movie robots is great. The movie robots is here's the thing. Is good. The reason I why I haven't seen it since it like came it's out. So good, dude. You know, there's a small like little. I have like a little thing. You like big well. One of my the dude. He's <laughs> okay. So I like ham and cheese lunch. And is this <laughs> getting off topic, man? No, that it's movie, the movie they, they robots, promoted the fucking movie with the movie and robots is oh. sure. no, the movie robots is in my honorable mentions. <laughs> okay, but the, the reason why I love that movie so much is because my grandma always had ham and cheese lunchables, so she'd bring me like six, and I would just watch the whole movie and just go through it. Okay. Any, any more honorable mentions? I'll put the '86 Transformers movie on there because okay. I just it's yeah. just it's it's very much just an advertisement for toys, but it's such an enjoyable advertisement for toys. Um, Pure uh, action and nothing else. That's why I enjoy it. I'd say another honorable mention would be um, I'd say the first Transformers movie. Like seeing that as seven. Yeah, seeing that as a kid, like in Wait, theaters. Wait, like the the, the, the Shia first the Shia first Shia Michael, Michael Bay one. Yeah, seeing that. I like the first one was really solid. No, no. So like, I love the Transformers oh, movies with Shia LaBeouf, and then yeah. after it just got. <laughs> They should have stopped after the third. Yeah, third should have been. Yeah. Nobody likes them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody China hates does. them. China loves them. Yeah. And, and that's why they're all taking place in China and stuff. If you watch them, the plots are all based in okay. China, and there's Chinese, like, characters being introduced. Dude, like, it's so stupid. They why love people, us over there. Yeah, what the hell? Like, why and, don't we like Transformers? I was, I came in, I had, like, you know, the fake tattoos on. We got fake tattoos. I put them all over my arm. I had, like, a, a, an Optimus Prime tank top on me, my buddy Robert. <laughs> and you went, and you, yeah. like, I was standing up at the other movie. Let's try to go fast with our top three. I know it's be very hard. Do, we, I mean, if it's a long podcast, it's a long podcast. Well, we we have time schedule. Also, ah, yeah, you're so right. Whatever. We, we need. Yeah. All right. So my number three is Pulp Fiction, my friend. Right. And and just Quentin Tarantino here. Yeah, uh, Quentin Tarantino. He's on scene. Quentin Tarantino 
is my second favorite director of all time. He puts out so many good damn movies. This one's his best one, and it's not even close. He, the way he tells the story from, it's not beginning to end. It's like middle to sort of beginning to sort of end to beginning to end, and it's just like such a good way to tell a story. You keep up with it. It's not hard to follow. Great characters, great actors, Mm -hmm. dude. You have fucking. Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. You have um, fucking John Travolta. John Travolta. Bruce Willis. Yeah, so many of them, dude. Just keep Iconic naming them. Moments, yeah. Just, what do you think? Pulp Fiction. Was, oh, Uma Thurman. Yeah, but Pulp Fiction was gonna be my my other honorable mention. Yeah. Okay. Just had nice. Me. All right. What's your number three, Seth? All right. Um, to bring it back full circle with something you said earlier, Back to the Future One. Oh, yeah. uh, mm. I would argue that Back to the Future Two is more creative. Mm-hmm. With how they lock and and play with things, um, but I think t- to me it's harder to just establish everything. Like and and it's it's okay. more impressive to me to like like this is one of those films that I I think literally anyone can enjoy it because I think it's one of the few movies that you could all you could almost categorize it under any kind of genre and it works like. Other than maybe Western horror, or like, well, I mean, even the third one, there's, well, yeah, like, the, like even the, the third one is a Western, but like, in in Back to the Future one, his mom likes him. It's kind of weird, no? It's such a weird plot. It's and a weird. It, weird and plot. no, and that that says more about how good of a movie it is that I people agree. don't talk about the fact that there's an incest plot in this. The Star plot, Wars. the entire plot, is is trying to not get his mom to have the hots for him. Yeah, like. You could not make a movie like that nowadays, and it's only because he looks like his dad. So it's like exactly yeah. like, like it's it's so fucked up, but it's it's char- it's the most charming incest movie yeah. anyone <laughs> could possibly make. Back to the Future One. Back to the Future, uh, the best incest movie. Just, it, I think it. I think it does just about everything right. I I don't need to go into how much I love it's Christopher the- Lloyd and 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 okay. Okay. It's it's is the best incest movie. That's why you had to put it in the top three. Go ahead. Yeah. So of course, that's so, why it's in my top three. My top three because I've already told you what I like: the aesthetic, the visuals, yeah. everything. Number three is the Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe and um, Robert Pattinson. The White House with Channing Tatum. The Lighthouse. Oh, okay. Sorry. That was White House Down. Yeah, also. White House Down. Sorry. Um, the Lighthouse. It was shot on sixteen millimeter film, like the same kind of film that they used back in the thirties. Okay. They used it today. All right. And, I mean, sometimes they didn't have to because they filmed on an island with waves and in a wooden light. Like, they, it was harsh film. It was, like, almost guerrilla filming in okay. the middle of the ocean. The acting is amazing. It's like – it looks like it's in a box because the the black bars on the side of the screen, it's shot in thinner film. Okay, I see. The whole movie. And the way they had to shoot it was they had to light the setup so much just so you could see because of the old cameras. Gotcha. And they custom made an actual lighthouse bulb, and you don't get to see it till the very end. And I just—it's one of the movies that okay. I recommend everybody watch. All right, my top two. Jack knows them both. My number two is Shawshank Redemption, right mm. up here, right next to Pulp Fiction. Ah oh, man, there's well, so much. I have to no say. idea what your number one is gonna be. Silence. <laughs> let it, We're let it come. Based on post. Let it come. Let it come, my friend. Uh, Shawshank. I I could I can I can just, I can go on forever. Shawshank. But it's just like the way again the way I guess I'm a story guy because damn the way they tell the st- fucking story in Shawshank Redemption. It, Agreed. It, it's just so good. It's literally all shot at a fucking prison, pretty much. 
there's not like there's nothing big CGI moments. There's none of that. Maybe if I don't no. think there's any of it. So it's just the story, man. It's such a good story. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Go ahead, Seth. Number two. I just can't say. All right. It. Another one that I just this one's near and dear to my heart. Uh, the Godzilla series in general is a series I've always loved, and honestly, like the entire top ten list would have been probably Godzilla movies, but mm. I, I narrowed myself down to like one per franchise. So yeah, me too. <clears throat> um, Godzilla versus the Smog Monster, uh, the eleventh film in the series, but we're still in 1971 when okay. this movie was made. Uh, it was the, my first Godzilla movie, so obviously there's a lot of. Uh, emotional attachment to it but it's actually possibly one of the first environmental films ever made if not the first environmental film ever made which uh the the 70s was when we just started kind of realizing we were fucking up the environment and this was 71 um it was made by a director who had not been you would you had had two directors essentially either shiro honda or jun fukuda uh directing every one of the movies up to that point except for one of them and uh out of nowhere, they just throw in this guy, Yoshimitsubano, to direct this. So it's completely different in tone, in, in pacing, in, in time. Like, like, it's the most unique Godzilla movie in the entire series. And I didn't realize this because I watched it and then thought every single Godzilla movie after this is going to be just like it. Um, I was blown away when I realized Godzilla wasn't a good guy in, in other films. So uh, one of those that, like, Godzilla was kind of like my first real like fandom, I guess. The okay. first thing that I ever really kind of obsessed over. Um, so, just really near and dear to my heart. Oh, guys just like lizards, man. I swear. Guys just like lizards. Because like, Godzilla's easily up there with you know giant we, monsters. It's just the I fights, mean, the the the. The suit fights are so much fucking fun, and it's all practical effects. So when the buildings explode, it yeah. like looks good. Do you uh? Do you like the new ones? Yes, I uh, absolutely turning my brain off more for the second one to enjoy it, but I do enjoy it. Uh, the one with the extra monsters and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it's kind of just you have to just turn your brain off and go. I'm enjoying monster fights. Like, yeah. Here's the thing: I don't even have to do that. That's Godzilla 2014 was um, the first Matt, Godzilla oh, yeah. movie I ever got to watch in theaters, and that was a, a treat. Yeah. Jack, um, you're number two. Let's get it. Yeah, I'm um, excited for this. Blade Runner 2049. Hey, there it is. Because you didn't have it in your honorable mentions, and you talk about this movie all the time. I and hear, I was like, I hear, the, I hear him reference Blade Runner more than I hear him reference anything else. Blade so Runner, I know you're number one. So I was like, dude, it, it, if, if it's not number, number two, then what the hell are you doing with your top ten list? Number two is a very special spot for me as well because number two is my favorite number. It's my lucky number besides number. <laughs> so five. this is actually your number it's, one. No, 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 <laughs> it's not. No, my number one is my number one. But Blade Runner 2049, I went to go see it in IMAX with my brother and Eric. And I, I watched it, and the noise—it was so loud. It was so—it's such a loud movie. Like I always try and recreate it, but I can't. That's like I—that's what I do. And I watched it, and it was so loud. And the noises got to me. And the the aesthetic—it's the outrun aesthetic. That future dystopian. Everything's kind of boxy, you know, neon. It's just beautiful. And it was like it's the second most beautiful movie I've ever seen of all time. Is number one your most beautiful? Absolutely. Movie? Okay, cool. It's the movie that inspired the your number, second favorite director. If it's the number director. one I'm thinking of, then there's a lot of very beautiful fucking shots in that movie. So number one for me. Did, did Blinding this, lights. This one's also very um, beautifully shot. 100% agree. This one is also very great. is is a very good story. It's also another one I haven't seen before. It's it's so good from beginning to end. 
Matthew it's a long ass movie. It has Matthew McConaughey. The dude. It has Christopher Nolan directing it and writing it. Interstellar. And dude, if you watch this movie, yeah, if you if you're if you're watching this, you see the poster. But if you're not watching this, there's a fucking. It's not huge, but it's like it's the biggest one on the wall. So, sorry guys, I took up the whole wall. Yeah, well. It's a small wall. The poster for my number one would not fit. So, the first two hours was really fucking good. Okay? Really good. Like, the build-up is amazing. Build-up. And the last 50 minutes of it is, is a mind-fuck. 50? 50 minutes. It's a three-hour it's a three hour movie. Wow. Yes, it is. And so, the two hours... Is pretty good. It's really good. It keeps you entertained. It doesn't feel like three hours, Seth. It really doesn't. No, I, I, I'm not judging that. Yeah. I'm, um. But the last fifty minutes, though, is a mind fuck. Yeah. You, you will not understand it the first time you watch it through. You will have to watch it again, and you'll and you have to be like, oh, oh yeah, and you have to be like, oh shit, no fucking way. It took me three times to fully yeah. understand the movie, and that's nine hours total. <laughs> uh, but dude, it. It's like I love movies that at the end you're just mind fucked. Yeah. Do you understand? And that one is the biggest mind fuck I've ever seen in my entire life in yeah. a movie. And I'll say this: this movie came out right when I got my license, and I had a job. I already had a job, and it was in 2014. Was it 2014? Oh no, it was in IMAX. I went to go see it in IMAX. I drove myself. Might it did just, not. It came out in 2014. They might have reshot. They might have reshot it then. Let me make sure. I, it's my favorite movie. So I no, I mean, I'm, I think it did come out in 2014, but they came out again in IMAX, and they were re-showing it. It was that and the Robert Redford nature documentary. Yeah, 2014. Because I went to go see both. So they were. Re, it was a re-show of it. I had still never seen okay. it before, though. And it was that, and I went to go see an amazing documentary uh, dra- um, narrated by Robert Redford, who was in my t- also top five favorite actors. Great. Right. I went, I'd never seen it before. And I was pretty much me and some other dude in the theater. He just sat in the back. I watched it. It was, it was, it, I, it made me, like, it, I felt lifted. So, when the movie ends, you're just staring at the screen for a good 15 minutes, just being like, like yeah. what the fuck? What? And the visuals. Oh, the fuck? The so, visuals. You need to watch it if you haven't watched Sounds it. Sounds like Evangelion. Oh, yeah. So, what's your number one, Seth? I'm very my, excited for this. My number one is, uh... And it was really hard to pick between this and uh, Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster, but I'm just going to go with it. Uh, my number one is a, another animated movie called Fritz the Cat. Um, it came out a year after this Godzilla movie, uh, in 1972. And uh, the reason it's so interesting is because it's actually the first ever X-rated uh, animated movie. Um, depicted a lot of sex, a lot of violence, a lot of death. Um it was very actively fighting against the clean, pretty nature that Disney had mm. had essentially established for years at this point. Um, and that's one of the reasons I like Bakshi so because I'm a very anti like Disney, just kind of anti mainstream sort of person anyway. So like the fact that he's and I I, I particularly hate Disney. I'm not just indifferent to them like I am a lot of mainstream stuff. I just fuck Disney. So like. Yeah. It was really. It's. I. I agree with that sentiment. Fuck already. New Disney. Just the spirit of the movie. Uh, no, fuck um, no. This is also. You also have to. Fr- from an animation perspective, the so, '70s were also the. This is the lowest point in time for animation. Like, like it was. What n- name me some '70s Disney movies? I don't know. Any off the top of my head, Fantasia. particularly in the '70s, but I know old, old movies. 
I wasn't the same. Was Everyone can name stuff from the 50s, 40s, 30s even. And everything, everybody can name stuff from the 80s, 90s. Like, But no one can name anything from the 60s and 70s. Because that's when movies like The Black Cauldron came out. <laughs> Who the fuck gives a shit about The Black Cauldron? The there most was... famous movie to come out of that time was probably 101 Dalmatians. Um, they were struggling. Animation in general was struggling. There and was... this movie kind of came along and and just blew all that out of the water. It, it, it uh, made like, I think it cost like like $1 million to make and they made $100 million in in the box office, which in, in 72 is a lot bigger than it sounds. Yeah. Um, especially for an indip- independent movie. It wasn't being backed by any kind of major, like, it's influenced me a lot i've always been attracted to like family guy simpsons robot chicken just that kind of from even from when i was like a little little kid who shouldn't have been watching that stuff that early on uh so it's just kind of like the granddaddy of all that and to 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 me is one of the like maybe my most influential movie ever okay that was a good one jack yeah i was gonna say jack Jack. the 60s i did enjoy there's one good it was astro boy came out in the 60s yeah, was, yeah. I, I enjoyed that fairly well. It was a fairly... Uh, but my number one... Xenon. No. Zero. No. Zathura. Zathura is a great movie, by the way. The the sequel to Jumanji. Whatever you want to call it. But, Ooh, Jumanji. <laughs> anyway. Ooh. But, so my number one... I the, know this one, so I'm excited. The movie that inspired your second favorite director of all time. It's his favorite movie of all time as well. Not the reason it's mine. Um... The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. The best Western easily. Like, like, because, like, you watch the John Wayne Westerns. What about, all, what about, I mean, just, all, just what about Back to the Future Part 3? <laughs> <laughs> they're all, and, like, all the John Wayne Westerns are, like, besides the searchers, kind of, are pretty campy. You know, they're all, like, Big Jake, it's campy. You know, there's a shootout, the good guys win, everybody's all happy. When people think of Westerns, they think of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, 100%. Right? And, like, yeah it's, it's the most famous one, 100%. Yeah. And the most famous one and, and one of the most famous movies of all is, time. Like, it's beautiful. It's, it's, as far as the movie goes, it's beautiful. The acting also is very good. Like, compared to other Westerns, it's not like any other Western of the time. Sergio Leone, by the way, he made this, he had uh, Ennio Morricone. Make, who, by the way, died yesterday. My favorite composer did, of all time. Yeah. He died yesterday. Um, I did. I tweeted about it. Fuck! I didn't even like. Yeah, he was ninety-one, and I, I, I that made me cry. I died. Um, he died. Uh, I year, died like two years yeah. ago. I cried too. And um, he um, he made the com- he made the soundtrack before he made the movie, and so the movie fu- he, they, they were able to film around it, and make everything flow perfectly. Also, Clint Eastwood, my second favorite actor of all time, in it. Um. um and I, I want to add something to this. I've never seen it through and through, okay? But a film class, she made us watch this three-minute clip of of just eyes, faces. Was it just like people? Yeah, looking? no words, just music and faces. And somehow, it fucking works. Dude. And somehow, it's just like intense as fuck. It's the sound. It's, it's, it's the music. Hundred percent. So I'd give it that. I haven't watched it full through and through. I've seen that scene and it looks it looks great um, because it's in the middle of a fucking desert. It's great, great. It looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, I say. And then Clint Eastwood. I've heard of so many things about Clint Eastwood. I've seen uh, Gran Turismo of Clint Eastwood, and I love that movie. Racist movie. <laughs> I like that movie a it's lot. A great though. movie though. And I think it was meant to be racist, and I think that 
Django is racist movie as well, but it, it's a, Django it's a, it's is racist movie as well. So go ahead, it's your favorite movie. So, but it's I, I will gush about this movie. I have a poster that was way too big to fit in here. Um, it's in a mahogany frame. It's a it's an original. It was out in front of the theater, some theater, in, big theater in Chicago, and it's signed by Clint Eastwood. And it's in a big mahogany frame. It's one of the original ones that was out yeah. there, and it. It's it's my most prized possession currently, and um, I don't know. It's what that movie I saw it when I was for the first time with my father when I was six, and he's like, "Don't tell your mom." And I'm like, "All right," <laughs> and because uh, it's not a violent violent movie, it's not a kids movie either. But it's it's a Civil War movie, kind. It's not. It, it's supposed. It's it wants you to think it's about the Civil War. It's not. It's about so much more. It's long. I recommend you watch the director's cut. It's three hours and twenty-two minutes. It's pretty long, but it's it captivates you, you know. And Solid pick. Solid pick. I know. It, it it makes me. I tear up watching it just because it's. I'm connected to it. You know? Awesome. All right. Well, that was our top ten list, guys. Yeah. I feel good, like I know you guys show. more. Good I, show. I feel like I know you guys more from just the movies you like. And, um, it says a lot about people. Yeah. So we're going to go recommendations. Just pure, like, move, like, wh- what would you want people to see? Just not a particular category, but what would you recommend one movie to one person right now to watch if they've never seen it? Right now. Um, it could be your favorite. It could be. I'm, I'm going to branch off from one of my, one of my favorites here. I'm going to recommend a Godzilla movie to some of you guys. Um, I'm gonna recommend the movie Godzilla vs. Megalon. It's uh, oh. it's from the same time period as Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster. Actually, uh, it's often called one of the worst in the series. Um, but really? but it, worst in the same way that like The Room is a bad movie in that it's so unbelievably entertaining the entire way through. Not just not just in the in the goofiness that they didn't mean to put in there, but all the goofiness that they did mean to put in there as well. You just have robots who program themselves to change their own size. You have Godzilla doing a flying kick along the ground. Uh, you have a very heavy use of stock footage from earlier films, which most people watching it the first time aren't ever going to recognize, but if you've seen all of them like I have, you're going to go, this is like the third time in the series we've seen this clip of that building blowing up or hey if you look closely here when megalon swipes at the at the the planes you can see for a split second that's actually gigan's claw hitting the plane and they're just using the clip of gigan destroying the planes and cutting to them exploding because they didn't have the it was made during a time when toho had no money <laughs> okay so that's just it's 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 like watching them try to figure out what the hell they're going to do in in this this, again, another 70s movie. Just an you. interesting time for creativity. What's your rec, Jack? Like, <clears throat> if you haven't seen Blade Runner, you gotta see it. Blade Runner 2049, I, it it didn't make me cry out of sadness. It didn't make me cry out of happiness. It didn't make me cry out of anger. It made me cry because I had never seen something like that beautifully tailored to what I enjoy. I watched it and I just it cried. It almost feels like it's made for you. Yeah, it that felt overwhelming like. Feeling and also, Ryan Reynolds, number three. Mm. God love Ryan. God bless Ryan Reynolds. You know, he's he not. 
not Ryan Reynolds. You talking about Harrison Ford? No, not Harrison. Harrison Ford's in it too. Not Ryan Reynolds. I haven't seen. Who are you talking about? The director of the movie, or what the fuck are you? The actor, Harrison Ford. No. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. This is uh, a small little bank. Yeah, sorry about that. What is it? Ryan Gosling. He's he's like here's the thing. He is one of my favorite actors. He's number three. See, I've never seen it, so it's just like he's he like just you think of for him to find. <laughs> like, Ryan, I guess you're looking it up. We can't. Ryan Gosling can't help you here. I know. Ryan Gosling is he? It's just it's perfect. You're talking about Harrison Ford, don't you? Harrison Ford. No, that's Han Solo. He's in the movie though. He's also in the oh, first. Han play. Solo's in. He's, he's in Blade the first. Yeah, yeah, it was a crossover. He was in the first because they're both taking. That it, they pro- both take it place proves that Star Wars takes place in 2049. Um, long ago in 1977. My recommendation was Blade Runner 2049. The movie and Star Wars doesn't so actually take place in 1977. because yeah, it's long ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's long before night, so it can't take place in. Oh, you're right though. Actually, so, so. But in the fourth dimension, <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Um, um, my recommendation was Blade Runner 2049 because I also want to see it. So how can you recommend it if you haven't? I know, seen it? I know. I've heard so many good things, so I'm just like, how many me, times have we said me. that phrase today? Heard so about many good stuff things. we haven't watched. Um, but Maybe I, we just need I'll to use be another one. I'll use another one. Another one that I haven't seen. Another one. <laughs> um, seven. All right. The movie you set. Have it. I have the movie. <laughs> I have not watched the movie. It's like in your, I, it's, I see it. You I see it every day. day. I know. I see it every day too when I wake up. I I cannot. <laughs> I'm like I'm like he's really enjoying this movie. <laughs> no, so you yeah. just haven't. It's so. So, just whenever I get around to watching Seven, I'll watch Seven. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> Earlier, right. the, in the previous episode, we talked about separating art from the artist. Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey's that the was, same way. That was episode Kevin one. Spacey. I know. I was in the ep- first episode. We talked about it in the first episode. Kevin Spacey, because, you know, he had the, the stuff against him. That's not... I, I, but still, in The Usual Suspects, he's, he carries that movie. He in What brought up Kevin Spacey, I though? I don't know, dude. He just seven. segued into it. Oh, Kevin Spacey's in seven. Oh. Have you not seen it either? No, I haven't seen seven. I forgot I said seven. Anyway. <laughs> You should, you, watch seven. you should watch seven. You should it's watch seven. It's got Kevin Spacey in it. He's good. All right. Th- He's a really good guy. That is uh, that is all. Uh, that is all we have uh, for today. Um, I have to cut that short. Yeah, we might have to like cut the Kevin Spacey's a good guy out. I don't know. You were supposed to laugh, guys. It's, it was a name, joke. it's just a joke. The You're name of our laugh. podcast, you guys were supposed to laugh, and hopefully you guys did laugh while we were giving our opinions on the best movies we think ever created, our favorite ones at least. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, stay tuned did. for episode three. It's coming next week. Hope you guys like this one, and make sure you guys love us. Rate us. Make sure you guys. If you're watching on Apple iTunes, uh, rate us five stars. Do all the things you need to do. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, like and comment and subscribe, baby. Thank you guys for watching and goodbye.